We're recording now. Yeah. This would normally hey. be uh, a thanks anyway, but uh, we don't have Mike Barden today um, because, Aww. well, to be honest, he was piloting a space cruiser and it exploded. He's fine. Thanks anyway, Barden. He's fine, but he's recovering. Um, uh, yeah, but the Galactic Princess is just like ashes falling through the atmosphere yeah. right now. Galactic it's rough. Princess? That sounds. Yeah. She sounds like a. I mean, you can just call me Mike. Like a whore. Oh, whoa. Wow. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to say, uh, just a quick... Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just horny, but she sounds kind of slutty. You know uh, I mean? Quick apology to all the galactic princesses out there. Um, <laughs> and, and women in general. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we're sorry. Uh, wow, what a way to start. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have her number? We- <laughs> this is Man Bites Dog. Welcome to Man Bites Dog. Uh, there it is. That's our that's our trumpet fanfare. Um, nice. Uh, it, oh. Like I said, we were going to do thanks anyway today. Um, it is usually that time, but th- we're taking this month off, and instead, I have a quiz. Well, it's not a quiz for you guys. It's it's, it's sort of a quiz for you guys. You uh, better have a quiz. It's for you time guys. for. Well, I only have thirty minutes, but it's time for the Man Bites Dog Impossible Ethical Dilemma Extravaganza in order to establish. <laughs> A foundation of moral standards for the program in the future, or as I like to call it, the Mabadaya de Yatia from Stapitapif. <laughs> oh, man. You got me for once. Yes. Congratulations. I'm, I'm going to suck at this. <laughs> I have five uh, pretty common ethical dilemmas here, oh, no. and we're going to talk our way through them to establish a moral foundation for this podcast moving forward. <laughs> oh, man. Please tell me Grant's going to have to answer the t- trolley question. Uh, I, I, I did not in- include the trolley question in this, but I think after we do them, maybe we'll throw out the trolley question and see what happens, because oh, okay. uh, that is the, the, the classic um, yeah. ethical equation. Um, but I, I, yeah, I want to establish... and. Sure, we started this episode with flagrant sexism, but I want to establish a moral code that we should stand by, uh, Grant notwithstanding. Um, right. Just put, instead of just cutting out what I say, just put elevator music so the podcast isn't very short. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, should, we need to keep length. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. We're diving in. Uh, here are your moral uh, quandaries. Lines. Number one. <clears throat> Tom. You know we haven't interrupted you in a while. Tom. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so are you assigning an equipment? Like, are we, is this one of ours or what, do, what? How do we do this? Tom. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, is this for I'm, me or for Grant? I'm going to throw us? out an ethical dilemma and we're going to discuss it as a group. Okay. So there's not like a true, fo- there's no game? Oh, there's a game. You'll find it. Tom is part of a group of ecologists who live in a remote stretch of jungle. The entire group, which includes eight children, has been taken hostage by a group of paramilitary terrorists. One of the terrorists takes a liking to Tom. He informs Tom that the the, uh, leader of the terrorist group intends to kill the rest of the hostages the following morning. Uh Uh-oh. You know? Oh, God. 
He is willing to help Tom and the children escape, but as an act of good faith, and that word is taken quite liberally, he wants Tom to torture and kill one of the other hostages who he does not like. So, if Tom refuses his offer, all the hostages, including the children, and Tom, will die. But if he accepts his offer and tortures this man, everyone will die except Tom and the eight children. Should Tom torture and kill one of his fellow hostages in order to escape and save the lives of eight children? Absolutely. Yeah? Fucking A, that was a long question. It's all, it's the only strapping. thing he saves if he refuses to torture the guy is his conscience. Yeah. Like, fuck your fucking conscience. Like, you save ten people if you just, like... You know, make two people's lives miserable. It's true. And what kind of torture are we talking about? Uh, torture and kill. Like you have to end up. Yeah. Ki- he has to end up killing him. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, it would suck, and you'd have that on your soul for the rest of your life. But you know, what's a clean soul when you got like nine people that can have full lives now? How about this? What One if, for the many? What if this happened, and then you all got on a bus, and then it exploded? Well, then you did what you could. That's just shitty luck. That guy gave his life for nothing, unfortunately. That's like when you get a cheesy gordita and there's no queso on it. You just just eat it anyway. You know what I mean? It's the worst possible scenario, but you you keep moving. Yeah. It sucks. Wow, this is a fun one. (laughs) Here's the correct answer, right? There is no correct answer. So, Tom... The correct answer is Jason Bourne shows up and kills everybody. No, that's a fictional movie. Tom is actually Spider-Man. And so what he does is he uh, calls upon Madam Web. God damn it. Madam Web sends him in a portal back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Spider-Man, I can... But Madam, did you just make Madam Web up? No. Have you ever seen the show Spider-Man? No. The 90s show? It's the best Spider-Man adaptation ever. Are you talking about that awesome Japanese version of Spider-Man that has nothing to do with Spider-Man? No, but that is awesome. Uh, yeah. No, I'm talking about the, uh, the like, it was on the same time as the X-Men show. Um, and it's amazing. Anyway. Wait, the X-Men show? The cartoon? No. Are you talking about, like, the original X-Men animated series? Because yeah. they were not on simultaneously. Yes, they were. What is What does Madam Web do? She is a, basically like an oracle, but she's, like, multidimensional. Does, does this have anything to do with what we're talking about? Yeah. So, Tom calls on Madam Web. And then he goes in a portal back to before the terrorist attacked, and he takes him out prior to this. Uh, anyway, and then he stops the whole thing from happening, and then they all win. That's the correct answer. You were wrong. Number two. I stopped listening so long ago. So did our listeners. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't think they were ever out. listening, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Except for that one guy that's like, he's on the he's on the uh, elliptical, and he can't get off the elliptical, and his computer's just like playing... Like his wife's playlist of of um, <laughs> podcast, and he's like, "No!" <laughs> but he can't get off the elliptical. <laughs> I'm almost done with my training regimen. Uh, for the record, the X Men show premiered in '92, and the Spider Man show premiered in '94, and they ran concurrently for like five or six seasons. Anyway, I, do you know something? I watched every episode of X Men: The Animated Series, and not one episode of Spider. Spider Man's really good. It's very good. Is it uh, cool. number two? It's actually just as good as X-Men. Uh, number two. I mean, X-Men isn't that great, but it's wonderful. I love that show. Number two. Grant, this is free. <laughs> no, it's not. A pregnant woman leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast 
is stuck in the mouth of that cave because she's fat because she's pregnant. What do you do? No, sorry. In a this short is all time, just the trolley question. It is. I mean, all ethical questions are basically the trolley question. In a short time, high tide will oh, be upon true. them, and unless she is unstuck, they will all be drowned, except for the woman whose head is now above the water level. Fortunately, someone has a stick of dynamite with them. <laughs> there is no way to get the pregnant woman loose without it. using the dynamite, which would probably kill her. <laughs> that's a real, that's a real bold. Probably, uh, if they do not use it, everyone's gonna drown. Definitely gonna fuck up the fetus. <laughs> what should they do? How many people? Uh, there, it says a group of people. So uh, let's say ten. Based off the way we answered the first question, we're just going to have to kill everybody for the rest of the episode. Is that going to be the moral Nobody foundation? Nobody argued with me. I was hoping for some sort of discussion, but the jar were like, yeah, he sounds confident. <laughs> Let's torture this motherfucker. <laughs> like, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. So, yeah, you just start sparking up those jumper cables. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like you had a uh, clipboard, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You sounded like you had a clipboard. I mean, does anybody have a fucking cell phone? Okay, all right. I'm going to play uh, Edward, right? Uh, I just got off a cruise with my family, although... Wait, when did this become Twilight? Me and the... Uh, I'm not a fucking vampire, you freak. Edward is a werewolf, I'm pretty sure. No, that's Jacob. You stupid idiot. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh goddammit. Anyway, my name is Edward. I think either a vampire or a werewolf. I'm an American, but <laughs> I've lived most of my life. Uh, I'm kind of an oh expatriate. Oh my god, yes, a vampire! Uh, I'm, you ask which one of them is a vampire, you have him bite the pregnant lady, then you blow her up with dynamite. The fetus who turned into a vampire in the womb, survives the explosion, becomes a daywalker, wipes out the rest of the vampires, and saves the fucking world. Right. Exactly. Anyway, so my name's Edward. <laughs> I've lived in God. France. I've lived around, you know, sort of in the Caribbean for a while. I've done I've, I've done a tour of the world, sort of, a kind of an expatriate. But then me and my family took a cruise, right? And we ended up on this island. We thought it was, maybe it's like, you know, it's only sparsely Can populated. Can you be kind of an expatriate? Or do you just have to be an expatriate? I don't know. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you uh, ask? Uh, I don't. I can't think of a joke. But anyway, uh, she sticks herself up into the cave, you know, and then um, and then I just use all my money to get her to move. Wow, that was Wait, a long. So you just gave her money and she moved, but that's yeah. What? And then Madam Web came, and then so <laughs> I went back back in time. Fuck Madam Web. I wouldn't. She's <laughs> she's old. <laughs> Is she, uh, is I mean, she, she probably. Knows. Oh, she sounded like a hot, like a hot spider lady, is what I was. Thinking. No, she's like she sits on she sits on like a spider throne, like it's like webbing and stuff. She's cool. So we're gonna go with the vampire idea. Is that the best idea? Because then there's this whole thing about a baby blade. That right there um, wins it for me. Though here's my question. Okay. Okay. Here's my thing. So this is the man bites dog code of ethics that we're looking for. Right. Yes. Here, right. Absolutely. So let's say. Just you, me, and Grant are in a cave. Okay. 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 And Keith Mount's girlfriend, who is, of course, pregnant, because Keith Mount's girlfriend, for some reason, is always pregnant. She's well, his, always you know, pregnant. He, he's incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, virulent. For, okay. Yeah. She's just, she's like, like her children are born pregnant. It's weird. It's weird. Um, <laughs> so Keith Mount's girlfriend, who's yeah. pregnant, is stuck in a hole. Right. And we're all going to die if we don't blow her up. Right. What do we do? Well, I feel like Keith is going to be like, des is he there? 
Yeah, he's outside just being like, baby, just hold on. Just, oh, okay. just stay with me, baby. Just uh, you and little, See, little Keith I Jr. disagree with that. to make it. No, okay. Keith Mounts is holding the fucking dynamite. I was thinking, I don't know. He's like, <laughs> so Keith's in there with us. He's like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, kaboom. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah he's, he's outside. Like, I don't know how to get hey, out of a- I'm yeah. sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't forget I love you. Sorry. Yeah. So the question is, would we allow Keith Mounts to blow up his own girlfriend? Do you let Keith Mounts blow up his own girlfriend to save our lives? I mean, I'm he does like us a lot. I'm not disagreeing with that motherfucker in a life or death situation ever. Why don't he just like, and this is gruesome, and I'm sorry, use the machete. Just, you know, cut some of her off. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can save most of your wife. Just not the I mean, baby part. Well, I mean, no, you can save did. the baby. Probably. No, I'm saying don't cut that part off. Oh, I was like Jesus. All right. Yeah, but my guess is is that if it's if the like it's the pregnancy that's causing the issues here. Yeah, and that's in the caves. Also, I'm just gonna say, how is there a pregnant woman that is larger than me? You know, there are, I did actually uh, in in researching these for the last 12 minutes. I did uh, find there's an alternate version of this where it's a fat man. Uh, I've heard of a fat man thing where you have to like push a fat man in front of a train, which I think is one of my favorite. That's have you not heard that hilarious. one? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's like basically the trolley question, except for instead of like switching over, you're like on a different platform, and there's a fat guy on the edge of a bridge, and if you like push him off the bridge, he'll fall and he'll like stop the train before it hits the other people. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> as a fat man, like I love to think that I could derail the fucking train. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, amazing. He's like yeah. he's like a fucking um uh uh uh, uh god damn it like the blob from X-Men. yeah I was thinking about the uh the fucking Pokemon uh. Uh, oh, Snorlax. Snorlax, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's Grant, awesome. We just lost Grant again. Grant, Grant, What is Grant. the fucking trolley question? Okay, we'll get there. That'll be the finale. Okay. So our answer to this is that Keith Mounts is going to kill her anyway. So we might as well survive? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we'll just buy Keith a beer afterwards and let him talk about it. Yeah, and he'll be sad, but whatever. And then we'll call one of his other girlfriends. Yeah, and, and then she'll pick up the slack. The, uh, pick him up. He is a man who needs a woman, you know. Uh, anyway, the uh, when when you translated it um, into a you know being about us, you did change it to a hole. So now I'm wondering if it explodes above us, are we going to be killed by flying lady and rock? Probably, possibly. Okay, so we all died in that one. Great. Okay. Number three. <laughs> Number was it a cave? three. Did I call it a hole? You called it a hole, which makes. It, I was thinking a hole in the way, cave, like way weirder that we were in there. Why are we all <laughs> like she climbed up the hole and got stuck. Anyway, why did she go first? No, yeah, why don't we just go out the back way that we came in? Why are we trying to go through this? Yeah, hole? God, there's a door. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry. This isn't a hole. Girlfriend. This is a silo. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. Wow. Oh uh, man, we did a good thing. Number three. <laughs> Turns out we just went out the other way. Uh, he like lights the dynamite and he turns around. We're standing there, like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> uh, he's like, <laughs> "Anyway, uh, <laughs> number three, you're involved in a two car crash on your way to work one morning, in which you accidentally hit and kill a pedestrian. It was probably the pool noodle guy. As right. you get out of the car, you are intercepted by a tearful woman who seems to think that she hit and killed the pedestrian. How the fuck?" Did she think she hit the pedestrian? First of all, that's not the ethical question. I'm just confused. Anyway, this lady is clearly an idiot. You're not sure why she thinks she hit that person, but she is convinced. Uh huh. 
There's only you, the woman, and the person you hit on the road, which you should probably check on at this point. There are no witnesses. You know that whoever is deemed responsible will probably be sent to jail. What do you do? <laughs> I think you hit the la- you hit this lady with the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then you drive your car fast, jump out, run in front of it, and hit yourself with the car. No, 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 no! What you do is that you hit that lady with the car. Okay. Yeah. Then you take the guy. You put him in her car and make it look like he was driving. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and then you drive away. You drive away with your blood-soaked car. <laughs> so, in order to make this more relevant to us, let's say that I am the person you hit. Case, you're the guy driving who hit me, right? And okay. Grant, you're the lady who's sad. <laughs> so. I thought I hit him. Uh, yeah, Grant, I'm sorry, man. You're going up the river. I was gonna say I'm going to jail if that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did it. I yeah. did it. I'm sorry. And I don't disagree with that either. <laughs> she did it. Grant did it. <laughs> like, if I'm at work and someone knocks something over and then another person's like, sorry, I did that, I'd be like, well, then clean it up, asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not. Gonna... Yeah. I'm not in this for the there's, truth. <laughs> yeah. There's still a mess. Uh, yeah. I'm not in this for the realities. I guess I'm going to jail. <laughs> We'd visit you, though, probably. No, you wouldn't. Is that how You're... we ended up in the hole? <laughs> we, were, we were trying to dig you out of jail. Wait, what was Keith Mount's girlfriend doing? You know what she Pregnant. was doing. In the hole. She, she's the, she was, she's the I warden. I think she was looking for Keith. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on the same cell block. and so yeah. uh, We were she, bailing Keith out. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to tunnel out, but he accidentally just tunneled into our cell, and he's like, damn it. <laughs> Now we got a double wide. Uh, and then he's like, you boys like playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Keith, man. If you're out there, we'd love for you to be on the show. Um, Fucking Keith. I mean, he's out there somewhere. Hell yes. Yeah. Punching dudes. Taking giant shits. <laughs> he, take, he takes big old shits. <laughs> I would, he does. Keith Bounce takes big shits. Isn't that <laughs> Like, in my mind, he is like the... Like you know, like Samson version of a redneck, like yeah. like Greek mythology, but also like a a, a freaking American flag sleeveless T shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't right. used to be sleeveless. Right. All right. It didn't used to be sleeveless, but Keith couldn't hide the guns. Right. 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 So he had to, he had to take it to the gun show kind of situation. Yeah. A trucker hat that has two bills. Wow. Right. And like one on front, one on back, the, like Sherlock a style. Flowing or? mullet that's oh. like golden rivulets of like, <laughs> yeah. And um, of course, the machete. Yeah, the machete's important. Right. One of his hands is a shotgun. That's awesome. No, no. Yeah, and a dip. Like, like his bottom lip is sticking out so far. Yeah. Oh that yeah. Like you can see into it. <laughs> it's like a little pan. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so anyway, that's yes, you tell you make the person go to jail because you're not a monster. <laughs> oh God, I forgot what we're right. talking about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh man, you're obviously. Great, you're going to jail. Oh. In my mind, Keith Mounts is the dude. He like he can kind of fix everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
he can get your dishwasher running. It's gonna clink now, but it'll work. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Your whole house kind of <laughs> shakes. Yeah. yeah. And listen, don't mind the duct tape and the like bent up coat hanger. Like that's part yeah, of it. exactly. Right? That's yeah. how they do it in the factory. They just put plastic around it. I'm telling you what. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like uh, he doesn't always have a screwdriver on him, but he's always near one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so just to recap, uh, we're about to go on break. But so far, we've tried to get Keith Mounts out of jail, tunneled a hole up into the uh, the free air, but then got his wife, who's pregnant, stuck. And he decided to blow her up with dynamite that I guess he found in the jail. Um, so now she's exploded. We found a door. We're outside. And then we got kidnapped by terrorists who forced us to torture a man in order to free eight children. Uh-huh. Is that all of it? Okay. Uh, we'll you be- know all that? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> we'll, be right, uh, we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly, an internet rabbit hole enthusiast. And I'm Nick Bros, former host of It Could Be Worse, the podcast, and longtime fan of the internet. We are I Love the Internet, two cross-country friends that met on the web exploring all the corners of the internet that you'd never have the time to find. Yep, and we're going to be talking about the best and the worst parts of the internet. The things we love, the things we hate, and the things that make us wonder where the last three hours went. And guess what? You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at I Love the Internet Podcast or visit our page on the TitanCast Network website at TitanCastNetwork.com where you can find our show and a whole lineup of other amazing podcasts. And then please send us all of your internet-related stories and findings to I Love the Internet Podcast at gmail.com. Got anything else? That's it. Good. And that's, that's enough, enough internet, internet for today. today. We're back. Yay. That was a great that was a great uh, break we had. Uh, we're back with some moral ethical dilemmas in the Mimbo Todaya de Tiafama Stada de Puff, which is a, uh, I, I think it's it, it's got enough zing to it that I think it's probably going to be a regular segment here. Uh, it's a great name. So currently, uh, the four of, or the three of us, there's three of us here, are uh, standing in the jungle, or just outside the jungle, waiting for our airplane with eight children uh, and Keith Mounts and pieces of his wife. <laughs> yeah. and his vampire baby yes uh, after we have escaped from a jail that was underground but we're the only ones that know it's a vampire because he doesn't believe in that kind of shit oh yeah he's, he's real superstitious but like <laughs> yeah. n- not in the right ways uh, right. anyway his baby vampire <laughs> has two ka- two katanas mm-hmm. anyway what? Um, what? where did he get the katanas? number four were they in the- wait were the katanas it? In- Keith Mount's girlfriend's vagina. Yep, yep. So they were. I hear, yeah. I hear it. Yep. They they certainly were. I was they thinking that he he pinched them off the terrorists. But sure, if you want him to be inside of her vagina, <laughs> you get what you want, buddy. Hey, that number four. Didn't we have I mean, uh, seven in the hoo ha? That's right. Yeah. But there were only two in the hoo ha because Keith used five. Number four. <laughs> There's a lot of references to old episodes. You're just gonna have to go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are a doctor at a top hospital. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the medical field, that means when they build a hospital and then they build another hospital on top of it, <laughs> that usually has better equipment. But you got to climb a ladder to get. You to do, it. yeah. There's no outside access. It's a it's it, kind of a pain in the ass to get there. But once you're there, the care you get and it's parking is just yeah. awful. Yeah, you have to be helicoptered in. It's a big thing. It's an American thing. You wouldn't understand. Uh, our medical system is top of the line. Um, <laughs> you have you got to be rich. 
just to get a ladder. Yeah. You have six gravely ill patients, five of whom are in urgent need of organ transplants. You can't help them, though, because there are no available organs that can be used to save their lives. The sixth patient, however, will die without one particular medicine. If he dies, you will be able to save the other five patients by using the organs of patient six, who is a registered organ donor. Kill him! <laughs> Number five. That's been uh, the theme. That's all we've done you know is what? just killed people to save to, I'm, people. I'm inclined to disagree on this one. Okay, we're going to shove I'm ourselves into the hospital. You guys ready? Shut the fuck up. Really? Okay, yeah. so we were at um, the... Uh, we were we were in the jungle. We got on our airplane, leaving the jungle, and it flew us directly to the hospital. Because and all of Grant's family needs an organ transplant. Okay, that's that dark. Way. So it has to be Grant's. Wow. You know how long, how, how big siblings. his family is. Yeah, um, that's why. Yeah, because you said there was a bunch of them. So all yeah. Grant's siblings need organ transplants. And the the and uh, Michael. We had to go to the hospital because the vampire baby also a doctor. Okay. okay, so Michael... Stay tuned for our new movie, Vampire Doctor Baby. Nope. Doctor <laughs> Vampire so... Baby. Nope. Baby Vampire Doctor. Nope. Grant, I changed my mind. We're going to let Michael die, harvest his organs, and give them to your siblings. Baby Vampire Doctor. Wait, who's dying? Now, I was going to make it Michael, but he kept talking, and so now he's going to die. Little Doctor Vamp. <laughs> harvest his organs and give them to your siblings. Okay. <laughs> Little Doctor Bites. Baby Doctor Junior? Nope. Nope. Vampire Doctor Junior. Doctor Vampire Junior. There it is. Stay tuned for our new movie, Doctor Vampire Junior. It's pretty good. It, anyway, it, just, it reason, just came to me. On this one, I think I think we should let Michael die. I really want to let Michael die now. Um, you know what? I'm fine with that. I, uh, I'm good with Mike die. So now I'm dead fucking done with life. So we took an airplane from the jungle to a hospital so that Baby Vampire Jr. Nope. Doctor <laughs> Damn it. Dr. Baby Vampire Jr. <laughs> Dr. Vampire Jr. could uh, perform this medical procedure um, but you didn't have any organs and so uh, all of Grant's family was going to die but then I died and you used my organs which good news <laughs> no underlying <laughs> medical conditions uh, you can use yep. them for uh, your siblings and so now you're happy. Your family's alive. Case is laughing because I died. And <laughs> Dr. Vampire Jr. I get all your stuff, right? Yeah, probably. And Dr. Nice. V- Vampire Jr. is now a medical hero in the vampire world. And Keith is starting to leach off of him for money. Yep. yep. As, I mean, as he does with all... That's his source of income. It's just the, uh, is Dr. the Vampire... success of his many, many children. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, you know... I mean, that's how it works. He just makes the rounds and collecting... Tithes basically from his many children. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, he's, right, he's Corey, the smartest it's of time us. To hand over those thirteen bushels of oats that you. Why can't you just be successful like your brother, Doctor Vampire Junior? Why can't you find Is a that real what job, Doctor Vampire Junior? Doctor Baby Vampire Junior. Doctor Doctor Baby, Baby Vampire Junior. Yeah. Little vampires. He's a doctor. Dun, 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 dun. What are we even doing here? We came to save the patients. What are you talking about? What are we doing here? Number five. I thought we were writing a show about vampires. Dr. Vampire Jr. is a doctor. One of his patients, whom he is... Oh my God, can we let go of Dr. Baby Vampire Jr.? Never let go. One of his patients, whom he is diagnosed with HIV, is about to receive a blood transfusion prior to being being released from the hospital. 
he has told Dr. Vampire Jr. in confidence that uh, after he gets his transfusion and his medicine, he intends to infect as many people as possible with HIV starting that night. Kill him! Because Dr. Vampire Jr. is bound by doctor-patient confidentiality, there is no legal way to stop this man from carrying out his plan. Even if Dr. Vampire Jr. warned the police, they would not be able to arrest him since his medical information is protected. It occurs that's not true. It occurs to Dr. Vampire Jr. (laughs) that he could contaminate his medication by putting an untraceable poison in it that will kill him before he gets a chance to infect others. Should Dr. Vampire Jr. poison this man in order to prevent him from spreading HIV? Um, the the that HIPAA agreement doesn't apply to the committing crimes. Like if you've if like. It's questionable about whether or not if you've already committed a crime, they have to say anything. But if you say you're going to commit a crime, they are legally bound to say something. So, next fucking question, dipshit. Is that true? Yeah. Nailed it. If it's credible... Yeah, I guess that's a case-by-case sort of thing. The doctor has to do it. Yeah. There's a hole in the game, Mike. Suck on it. You think that's the first hole in this game? Like, let's say... Like, if I got my hand cut off, and I told the doctor, as soon as you sew this hand back on, I'm going to go shoot the guy that cut my hand off. I mean, you could probably, you'd probably do it and be like, oh, all right, cool. But if, <laughs> if, I'm gonna, if he said I'm going to go to the hospital shooting people, you would, like, put his hand back on and then call the cops and say, hey, this guy's going to go around the hospital shooting people. Speaking of cutting hands off, yeah. uh, get your balls chopped off. Unix RS. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Unix RS. can't put them back on. You can't, we can't, <laughs> no return policy now in effect. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, sale on truck nuts. Uh, come down to Unix R Us for our realistic, realistic truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's this guy. All right. So I had a bar regular come in, um, and his sister lives in Wyoming. And uh, he went out to my Wyoming for a weekend like two weeks ago. And they have something called the testicle festival they didn't call it it the testicle festival i mean come on (laughs) it's the the testival the testival the testival yeah so the testicle (laughs) festival where they basically (laughs) just castrate a bunch of fucking bulls and then everybody oysters man yeah then everybody eats rocky mountain oysters but it's a festival Um, and all the bulls are like what the fuck yeah and all the This isn't fun. Are you kidding me? You guys are dancing right now? The, yeah. Technically, they're not bulls anymore. They're steer at that point, but yeah. The Testival, we'll now sponsored by Unix the RS. Testicle Festival. Oh, I wonder if we can get a sponsorship with the Testicle Festival. And you uh, know what? Unix RS, they should be there. I mean, Where they, is why, this? Why wouldn't they be there? This was in Wyoming. Could, do you think we could get a... A booth at, at the Testicle Festival? What will we sell? I mean, like, I'm, 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 I have just turned 100% serious. I would love to get a booth at the Testicle Festival. I would fucking go. I would definitely go. <laughs> I, would, I would be on a plane <laughs> at the Testicle Festival. Maybe not this year because of COVID. But, yeah, please, Michael. Uh, ugh. Can we please? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go to the testicle festival. Can we please go to the testicle festival? We'll see how your grades are, son. <laughs> okay. I'll study you, think we can, you think we can sell our comic book at the testicle? Festival? Yes. The testicle uh, festival. Oh uh, god! Ignore comics. I don't think anyone there. I'm gonna is go dress as the left nut. 
Grant's gonna go dress as the right nut, and, and you're gonna go dress as the flaccid penis. I was gonna say I'll just be a dick. Uh, all right well we did i think we've discovered um oh god now that we're all standing around in a hospital i'm dead uh there's a man here about to be arrested for his hiv uh keith mounts is well i think that was probably keith mounts actually yeah Uh, probably was yeah so i think he's you know being detained by his keith mounts has built up an immunity to hiv at this point yeah that's true (laughs) uh dr vampire jr is now running the place because he's a huge medical professional celebrity now uh, you two are, I guess, laughing because I'm dead. Um, Can we do a short bio of Keith Mounts? Like his only fear is like herpes. It's like, not- <laughs> <laughs> but not the sexual kind, just the mouth stuff. He doesn't like that. Uh, well, um, his first pet was a crocodile, <laughs> not an alligator, a fucking crocodile. Yeah, and then, like his no, his only fear is termites because they're hard to get rid of. I mean, how you're supposed take to take your house down, man. They keep infecting his penis. They think it's actual wood. <laughs> He's like the uh, Chuck Norris of our generation. Yeah. Uh, Keith Mounts. I once I mean, he picked is, up a Keith Mounts is always rock hard. I mean, <laughs> always rock hard. Keith Mounts once went to the Virgin Islands. Now it's still the Virgin Islands, but he did have a sex a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Mounts can't pee sitting down. <laughs> he tried and bored a hole through the wall. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we did. We, we got through the, the. You know, I think we've laid a solid moral foundation for this podcast. I want to end this with the trolley problem, Grant, so you understand what the trolley problem. It's like the classic ethical dilemma. If you've ever seen uh, the Good Place, they did a great representation of it in there. Oh, uh, my sister Rita said that's a really good show. Yeah, it's it's, it's fun. a fantastic. Show. Um, I love Kristen Bell. So yeah, it's a good show. It's 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 quite worth watching. But here is the trolley problem. There's actually two versions of it, and I'll start with the first. A runaway trolley is heading down the tracks toward five workers who will be killed if the trolley proceeds on its present course. Mm -hmm. Adam, what a dick, is standing next to a large switch that can divert the trolley onto a separate track. Divert, Adam, you dumb shit. Kill! Kill Adam! (laughs) The only way to save the lives of these five workers is to divert the trolley onto another track that only has one worker on it. If Adam diverts the trolley onto the other track, that one worker will die, but the other five will be saved. What do you do? Kill Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair it's, enough. It's, it's, it comes down to, so you, you're going to be killing people either way. Yeah, you're making you're a going choice. You're be deciding yeah. to kill people either way. Yeah. There is no, the choice, you're already making a choice no matter what you do. So the question is, do you let your... Fear of feeling bad about killing that deciding to kill one person stop you from saving other people, or do you find a way to absolve yourself of deciding to kill ten people just mm. to save the one person? Like, yeah, uh, Grant, he's referencing the because the classic thing about this is that everyone says that if you choose to switch the tracks, you're actively killing the one person instead of just. Happening. Yeah, but that's bullshit. That's, you're actively yeah. deciding no matter what. Either way, it's like by by being right. at the switch, you're forced into a decision either way, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Although my, I wasn't listening. I just assumed it was a regular trolley question. Did you cut, say something other than what I just said? No, described? no, it's okay. very much what you said. Although you said 10 people and it was five. Uh, but the, uh, my, uh, my answer to this question has always been hey, hey, move. Hey, move over. Problem solved. Yeah, get out of the way. Hey, buddy. You stupid. And then you kill Adam, just because. Right. 
Um, now here's the slightly different version. I haven't read this, so we'll see what it is. Okay. A runaway trolley is heading down the tracks toward five workers who will all be killed if a trolley proceeds on his present course. Adam is on a footbridge over the tracks yep. uh, in between the approaching trolley and the five workers. Next to him is a stranger who happens to be very large. Oh, this is the one you're talking about. Uh, the only yep. way to save the lives of the five workers is to push the stranger off the footbridge and onto the tracks below where his large body will stop the trolley. Man, that's optimistic. Uh, right. If the, str- the stranger will die if Adam does this, but the five workers will be saved. Here's what I see. I see Adam doing this. The man falls. Uh, first of all, Adam's going to have to push hard, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, this man has a lot of inertia. But and then, kind of aim, I guess. You uh, yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's got to hit luck. the tracks and stay on the tracks. Yeah, and so the trolley's going to hit this man, uh, kill him, and then drag his body across to the other five, who will then be splattered by the dead guy and the trolley. I'm thinking that's probably what would happen. This is how you do it. Okay. okay? Assuming you're Adam. <laughs> all right. Let's say I'm Adam. All right. And there is a there is a, a, a large man sitting on the bridge or whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go up and you start a conversation with him. Right. You start getting to know him. All right. You 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 nurture a, a bit of a relationship and you fall deeply in love and you decide that your love is the kind of love that goes beyond death. And so hand in hand, you take a running jump to the edge of the bridge together to stop that trolley to save those people. And at the last second, you pull your hand away and you let him jump in front of the trolley. And you go, classic ha. nerd. <laughs> classic <laughs> fucking nerd. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, fatty. <laughs> Uh, I feel totally confident saying that because I am uh, a fatty. Yeah, I, just, uh, so, I, I approve. <laughs> I can just see his eyes looking back at you as he's falling towards no. the tracks. <laughs> it's like it's like Mufasa falling. It's like a flabby Mufasa, just like oh. Uh, that's when it gets it goes into slow motion, and you can't hear "fuck you." You just hear "fuck you," and then you hear You're him say like. All I did was love you. You made me do butt stuff. And then he's nervous, so he starts farting. And just, yeah, he hits the ground. It's just like... <laughs> he loses like 40 pounds, like just right there. Oh, God. It's like in Parks and Rec where... <laughs> Where Jerry has a heart attack, so he just starts farting in the hallway. <laughs> the fart attack. Yeah, the fart Jerry attack. Jerry had a fart attack. Uh, <laughs> Gary. Gary. Uh, I mean, it really sucks that I pictured myself through all of that being the fat guy. That's 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 self-esteem <laughs> issues right there. <laughs> oh, wow. We did it, guys. I was picturing Otho from, from Beetlejuice. I don't know why. I um, um, And Dr. Vampire Baby was the guy who pushed me. Anyway... Um, fucking Doctor Vampire Baby. Oh no, it's Doctor Vampire Junior. Sorry. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I know that that this was kind of like a mess, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Was, this is a good time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be oh, back yeah. eventually with some more of this crap. Bye. Thanks anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Man Bites Dog. The show is hosted by Michael Hill. R.K.'s Hill, and Grand Tingleveld. That was a weird one, you guys.
That was a Titan Cast episode.